Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Simply Vegan podcast, the show that's all about making veganism easy, fun, and accessible. Brought to you by the team at Vegan Food and Living, the UK's best-selling vegan magazine, you can catch us every Tuesday and every Thursday. Today I'm joined by Hench Herbivore, otherwise known as bodybuilder turned personal trainer Paul Curtin, and his partner Gemma Nichols, a nutritionist. Gemma shares the story of how she suffered from exhaustion, depression and acne, and spent years trying to work out what was wrong before trying a whole food plant-based diet. She noticed results straight away, regaining her health, energy and losing excess weight. Paul tells us how Gemma inspired him and despite being a huge meat eater with concerns about losing muscle mass, he slowly went plant-based and is now a vegan personal trainer and nutritionist with almost 60,000 YouTube subscribers. We discuss what foods we should eat to keep our guts healthy, what to avoid if you want to manage your weight, the protein debate and how to bulk up if muscle mass is on your agenda. Life can be hectic and finding fresh and nutritional vegan recipes can become another thing to worry about. But don't worry, our best-selling magazine, Vegan Food and Living, is on hand to help. You can join us today and by visiting veganfoodandliving.com forward slash podcast or using code podcast when you order with us. Choose between our print and digital plus membership to receive the latest issue to your door or to your device, along with having easy access to thousands of plant-based recipes at your fingertips in our fully searchable digital magazine archive. Join us today and make cooking delicious vegan food that much more exciting by visiting veganfoodliving forward slash podcast. Hi, Paul. Hi, Gemma. How are you? Hey, Holly. Very good. Lovely to connect with you. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, I follow you, Paul. Um, Well, both of you now. I think you're sort of doing more together, aren't you? Everything um, all comes to the forefront, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, It's it's good to see your face on Zoom. I'm sort of, you pop up (laughs) in my feed on Facebook every day. Ah, Yay. Well, thanks. I'm glad someone's watching us. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Love the smash or pass. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's the daily daily thing. (laughs) So how long have you guys been together? Oh, um, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it? We but, got asked this the other day, and we think yeah. we worked out seventeen years. Seventeen total. years total. Yeah, we had two years together when we were crazy uh, hedonists, and then that all went wrong because we were just party animals, and yeah, I was a bit of a knob. In all honesty, <laughs> and then, 
we had a four-year break and then we kind of found health and fitness and drifted back together and we've been so strong ever since haven't we yeah we both had this you know past where we lived such unhealthy lives and I got really sick and you know, it just didn't work for lots of reasons, you know, and it's it's so amazing to me that we both found this healthy path together and we both were drawn to go down it and yeah. We've just like evolved and even like into like finding veganism and sort of spirituality, like yeah. we've just evolved as a couple and it's been uh, yeah. very beautiful. I'm very grateful, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I remember the the party days of the 90s, I was there, it was all a bit yeah. crazy, wasn't <laughs> <Ridiculous> it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I really did have glow sticks. How sad is that? Um, (laughs) So am I right in thinking you went vegan first, Gemma? I did, yeah. About, I think I want to say six months before Paul, something like that. It's often the case, isn't it, in couples? I think you you ladies are just a bit more sensible than us guys. and uh, (laughs) You're a bit more switched on. (laughs) We come along kicking and screaming. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's so true. So tell us about your story, Gemma. You said you you weren't very well and that led you to sort of look into sort of switching to a plant-based diet. Yeah, so... um... I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease uh, about age 20, which is an autoimmune thyroid condition. And so I spent a lot of years on and off. You know, I'd feel okay for a bit, then I'd feel really bad for a bit. And I just went down this path of really wanting to know what could I do to improve my health? Because the doctors were just saying, well, diet doesn't have anything to do with it. There's nothing you can do. You just take this tablet, you'll be fine. And, and I was like, well, I'm not feeling fine, you know, and I think there is more <laughs> that I can do, you know, so I did a lot of my own research for many years and tried a lot of things, you know, um, like different types of diets, uh, things like, you know, Reiki and hypnosis and all different, all different kinds of things, you know. Superfood, supplements, just anything and everything, like you name it. Yeah. And and some things helped a little bit, you know, but the thing that helped the most was when I went vegan, you know, before that I was doing this, um, this private doctor had put me on this diet, high fat. Uh, low carb did that for a while a lot of animal products wasn't it yeah and I felt much much worse um and yeah this guy online was just saying oh you know you should eat high carb low fat and I just thought well it's totally different to what I am doing but what have I got to and lose I miss free. <laughs> I miss, yeah I'll just try it and literally within a week I felt I had more energy I felt better than I'd felt in the previous couple of years I couldn't believe how quick I felt better and um, it wasn't like immediately everything got better for me. I think because I have a disease, you know, I was very sick and I had done a lot of partying and drugs and alcohol. So, you know, it's taken a, a few years. Some people go vegan and immediately everything clears up and they're great. And that can definitely happen for some, but it wasn't quite like that for me. But each year that I'm vegan, more and more symptoms just completely fall away and I get better and better. So yeah. why would I ever go <clears throat> back, you know, at this <clears throat> stage? I just never, I never would, you know. Yeah, my sister has ME and she did find it really helped her. But I think she's got um, four children and they weren't really getting on board with it. They were sort of all different ages, you know, like teenagers and stuff. So she just found it too exhausting to be cooking all these different meals for everyone. So, mm. um, but yeah, I really wish she'd kind of go back to it because I know it, it does So help. powerful. So, so powerful. Yes. Yes. Most, of the, most of the reason that Westerners die is what we choose to put in our mouths and don't choose. I, I understand around 75% of the reason we diet is is food choices. And, um, mm. you know, who doesn't want the longest, happiest, healthiest, most energised life, you know? Exactly. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. So you saw all these amazing effects on Gemma. 
Mm. pull and then you were like hmm okay but I'm a bodybuilder so this this isn't gonna yeah. work for me I need the the meat and the protein. so it was scary <laughs> yeah and, and at the time I wasn't aware of people who were vegan being bodybuilders and strength athletes but I saw some of the science that Gemma was looking at on how the more animal products we do quicker we tend to succumb to the diseases of affluence and I thought I don't want to be the cause of my own death I'll just try it mm. well I went I went kind of 98 percent vegan like mostly whole foods plant-based i just kept a small amount of animal products in thinking well we have been eating meat historically do we need fish for for omega-3 um and i think i was i was eating that way for about five months and eventually i just lost the taste for animal products i just didn't want to be eating them anymore mm. and i just re-looked at the re at the sort of science on nutrition and i found well any essential nutrient we can either get it from plants or we eat the precursor that the animals eat to make their animal version. We, we too are animals and we can make these animal versions of the nutrients. Uh, tried it and it's been nothing of a, a boost to my sports performance. You know, more energy, better recovery. Fat loss is a doddle, like the weight just falls off. And um, if I had to say one detriment, yeah, when I'm trying to put size on, because I eat a very healthy diet, you have to be quite savvy on what foods to emphasize because you need to eat more uh, calorically dense food yeah. so I won't eat so many greens and so many apples I will eat you know more not that I don't eat any you need a minimum of greens and things but I will eat more tropical fruit and dried fruits than apples and so you just you know you think about the correct density of foods and yeah uh, and just uh, just a sense of life purpose uh, and redemption you know I ate more animal products than anyone I've ever met and now having seen what animals go through you know I it it destroyed me it shattered me I just thought how could I be complicit in such a barbaric thing so I went whole foods plant-based for my health but then I became a vegan activist you know just to try and undo some of the harm I'd done and I just hope that by the time I die there's less suffering in the world you know because I lived rather than because I die and that's you know that's what drives me oh that's amazing yeah I feel the same I think once, once you've seen all these things it's like yeah, I, I might fancy, you know, a bit of salmon, but actually it's not worth it because I've seen what happens with the fish yeah. and everything else. And... Yeah, it's someone's life, you know, for our yeah. taste buds. Like that's not, yeah, exactly. that's just, I can't un- imagine anything more selfish. Yeah. Than, you know, that's just me being yeah. honest, you know. So you used to eat 500 kilograms of meat uh, a week, five, is that right? Five, 500 grams of animal protein per day which is which is a hell of a lot and tell her what that's like in a week just to to make it really vivid because I was shocked when you yeah so uh 42 what was it you say 42 pints of milk usually 42 pints of milk um 30 kilos of chicken breast I think it was like plus various amounts of tuna eggs steak um whey protein oh we have whey protein yeah like six scoops wow yeah I've not known of anyone eating as much as that because I just thought oh if protein makes you big and strong obviously the more you eat the quicker that Mm. happens and and of course plant protein it is I didn't even count plant protein I didn't realize that it was the same (laughs) stuff I thought no that doesn't count it's only meat eggs dairy and now I eat 200 grams of plant protein and I see just as well and now when I look at it people say we need meat for protein when I say well, no, the animals only got protein because the animal ate plants. It's the mm. plants that make the protein. To eat meat for protein, it's like me eating mud because I'm after the water. Like, I don't need all the, 
And I won't <laughs> use the expletive word I usually say because we're on a podcast. <laughs> I don't need all the other stuff that comes with it. There's actually no one's dying of deficiencies. Everyone's dying of excess of sat fat, trans fat, cholesterol, the stuff that's found in all animal products. Yeah. So did your blood pressure come down then when you gave up all the meat? Yeah, it was pre-hypertensive. It's now, I think, my systolic, something like 106. The plant-based doctors I follow say 110 um, is optimal, a little lower, and that is fine as long as you're asymptomatic. Um, you know, and the doctors here in the UK, you know, they, they're about 20 points like higher and they say oh that's normal yeah and, and then as well with cholesterol what we or what the doctors in the uk call normal the doctors in america these plant-based doctors who are preventing treating and they some of them say reversing heart disease um or at least we can be sure that if this not progressing further they say the numbers they cite are half what we call normal Wow. They say, well, that's normal for a society where normally every third person mm. dies of heart disease. Every second person has a cardiovascular issue. Who wants to be normal? Let's eat, let's eat optimally and yeah. like, <laughs> avoid it. Yeah. And they, they pretty much guarantee that you can be coronary heart disease proof by keeping your serum LDL to about half what the NHS will tell you is normal. Mm. Wow. So who are these guys? The plant-based doctors? Yeah. So there's the old guard. There's got your doctor, um, Cordell Esselstyn, Dr. Dean Ornish. Clapper, Dr. Gregor. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's, there's a few. Barnard. Neil Barnard. Yeah. The Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. Yeah. That's some real rock stars and they are preventing, treating and reversing mm. all sorts of disease. And as a PT and nutritionist, I've seen it in my own clients. It's true. Mm. It works and it is amazing. Yes. Yeah. I've got some of their books on my um, bookshelf. Very good. <laughs> How yeah. Not to Die and things like that. Um, Do you know I listened to that book over 300 times on audiobook? I almost knew it verbatim at one point. <laughs> oh my God, that's such I a good I just think idea. it's so key. Like it's so, it's life-saving, you know, and, and it's not just your lifespan, it's your health span as well. Like who wants to end the last few years with disability? And the biggest killer in the UK is now Alzheimer's disease. Like mm. I wouldn't risk that on my worst enemy. Like you're going to feel a burden, you're going to be terrified, you're going to be confused. Yeah. And you'd be like a kid again and you can't fend for yourself. And like, who wants to end up like that? You know? Yeah, that's a great idea. I really need to get into audiobooks because some of these books are pretty thick. And, you <laughs> yes. know, I mean, How Not yeah. to Die, I don't think is heavy going, is it? Because you can dip in and de- dip out. You can look yeah. up. It's kind of put in layman's terms as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah. But some of them are a bit daunting. And I think, yeah, audio book. Brilliant idea. Oh, they're there. Yeah. yeah. I'm too lazy to read. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you talked about your clients um, and presumably they kind of come to you because they want to lose weight or, or add like muscle, things like that. Yeah. Um, but it can be quite overwhelming can't it when someone you know goes from eating loads of meat or just a a typical western diet to suddenly not just going vegan but going whole food plant-based it's a whole Mm. different way of eating and cooking Um, where should newbies start Hmm. I mean I think that it's good to not overwhelm yourself and think oh I've got to change everything and get everything perfect from the word go for one because it's just it will make you think that you're going to fail if you can't be perfect and get, you know, and do it all at once. And another really good reason to 
maybe not necessarily just go from, you know, a processed diet with loads of meat and, you know, processed food straight to eating whole food plant-based is because your gut might not be set up to handle all of that fiber. Well, in fact, we'll guarantee that it won't be. Yeah, and all those plant foods. And you may then have problems, you know, um, yeah. with, your gut, with your gut. And you might think, oh, you know, this whole foods, this vegan diet, it doesn't work for me. And it's not that. It's that I, your gut's not set up to handle the fiber and I, everything. I've heard it so many times. And... The point is that so there, there's two there's hundreds of different types of gut bacteria, but broadly speaking, some are called Prevotella strains, and these eat soluble fiber resistant starch and polyphenols. So, aka, they're whole foods vegans, and some are called Bacteroides, and these eat everything else. And the Prevotella, they make vitamins, they train our immune system, they create hormones, and they create these short chain fatty acids, which is not widely known about in mainstream science or media. Sorry. But it's going to come to the forefront and it's the bedrock of our like, health, like physical and mental health potential. It's so important. Uh, and the, the bad guys, the bacteroides, you know, they create toxins, like they, they, they create death and disease. The point is that 99% of the genes that control our health destiny don't belong to us. They belong to the bacteria that we invite to live in the colon, predicated on the foods we eat. So do you want a long, happy, healthy life and you're going to feed the Prevotella strains, the good guys? Or do you want to pretty much guarantee that you're going to get some sort of horrible disease, probably suffer mm-hmm. from like, you know, mental illnesses and, and just, you know, it's so obvious what we need to eat. Mm-hmm. It's so, so obvious. So to begin, you know, start slow. Like maybe you think, OK, I'll, I'll, sw- I'll switch over to a plant milk. Maybe you add in, a, you know switch all your milk out for a plant milk maybe you switch over to a whole foods breakfast you know some porridge and some berries and that kind of thing and yeah and yeah and and then it's not overwhelming you can gradually introduce more and more whole plant foods you know into mm. your diet and you'll succeed with that in that way and yeah get maybe just get some good recipes online or some cookbooks you know and we've out- got some pretty good cookbooks <laughs> but we're led to believe there's millions of recipes available uh, elsewhere on my <laughs> <laughs> but the point Gemma was coming to as well is that most people, you're either Bacteroides or Prevotella dominant. You won't have an even mix because Prevotella makes the short chain fatty acids. So it creates an acid environment that the bad Bacteroides strains can't live in and they make alkaline. So Prevotella can't live in there. So you're one way or the other, unless you're eating a pretty whole foods plant based diet, you're going to have these pathogenic bacteria. No, they can't process fiber. So as Gemma alluded to earlier, if people go from a poor diet to an ultra healthy diet, they may have gas, bloating, pain, diarrhea, constipation. And I've heard so many people say, oh, my body doesn't like healthy foods. Like I can't eat healthy food. Mm -hmm. And I think, well, no, there's very obviously something else going on there because everyone's body is going to love healthy foods. But no, you've you've invited the wrong types of bacteria in. Mm. And you need to, as Gemma says, like slowly transition. And in that way, the bacteroidy strains die off, the Prevotella strains, you know, yes. like block bloom. Uh, and uh, just a few short weeks, it don't take long. And your your taste buds will get a chance to switch over yeah. too. Because, you know, if you're eating Mars bars and chips and, you know, burgers, you know, whatever, and then you try to eat like a kale, quinoa, legume, like a salad, you're going to think, this isn't very tasty. This vegan <laughs> food is horrible. You know what I mean? So that's another thing, you know, if you, you start introducing more of the whole plant foods that you like, Maybe you don't, not a big fan of apples, but maybe you can get down with some dual date stuff with some peanut butter. Oh, God, damn. Get in the healthy things (laughs) that you like, you know, start introducing some really tasty things. You'll get used to the fibre in your gut and you'll start to enjoy the taste and you just switch out the unhealthy stuff. And yeah, just uh, within a short time, your body will 
just be thriving and you'll really notice a difference in how you feel and then you won't want to go back is is how I feel you know mm. yeah yeah I I I experienced all of that I mean I didn't feel like I had a terrible diet before but obviously where I was massively increasing all my fruit and veg and nuts and seeds and things that I didn't necessarily eat on a day-to-day basis I my stomach was a bit in shock Mm-hmm. Um, but after you know a matter of months, I felt fantastic as well, and had loads of compliments yeah. from people saying, "Wow, you look really well," and you know you've lost weight or whatever. Um, what about vegan junk food? How often do you kind of indulge in things like that, or you, is it like a strict <laughs> no-no? The, the only real processed things I eat are some more processed protein foods. Like being a bodybuilder, it's just useful to add in one or two servings of a protein powder. Um, tofu seitan textured vegetable protein because what i need like a high percentage then is easily attainable from a whole foods diet mm. other than that we're just not drawn to eat this stuff so in because, our home we don't have any junk food because yeah. if it's not there you can't eat it and another thing like kind of a bit like what i was saying a minute ago like say you eat, eat a, a vago bar a vegan vago bar your chocolate bar but and then later on you're trying to eat some fruit or a salad or some vegetables like it's not going to taste as good i think this is the reason why some people find it hard to stick to the whole plant foods because they they're kind of a little bit like oh, i have a bit of junk food and i think for a lot of people i don't think it can work because mm. we get a taste of it and then we we remember that you know and other things don't taste so good but if we don't have any of the junk food your taste buds definitely adjust and whole plant foods taste so good to you and you you appreciate them and welcome them you know if Amen. we go out, it, you know, it's not so easy to eat whole plant foods. We just try our best. You know, we we go for meals that we can see have a lot of salad or veg with them. We don't eat like fried food. If we can tell something might be fried, if things are really oily, we don't eat them. Or we might say to the the waiter, oh, can you not add extra oil on my salad and things? And we just do our best, you know, but mm. in our home, we don't we don't eat junk food. Mm, I think that's where I've been going wrong because like (laughs) (laughs) I was I was so good when I first went vegan and then obviously hosting this podcast we do lots of reviews and Mm -hmm. like you say you get a taste for it and then you're like oh my god you know there's so much amazing incredible food now there's pizzas there's burgers there's sausages there's bacon there's literally anything you can think of is can be vegan cheese you know so, um, and especially having children, um, including a teenage girl who is constantly hungry, um, who is yeah. vegan, um, you know, it's it's hard because she likes the vegan cheese and she likes all these things. So you're sort yeah. of making it for her and then you're like, oh, I'll just have a little bit as well. But yeah. maybe I need to strip things back again because I have put on like half a stone since um, last year. So yeah. <laughs> the, more, the more processed foods do that to you so easily, don't they? It's a real... It's a real nightmare. We uh, we've got a mm-hmm. vegan cheese that's our favourite that um that is actually really like healthy and it's made from cashews. Uh, well, there's several tine cheese, mouse's favourite, not craft or creamery. Yeah, those are our favourites. They're and still quite calorific though, being made from nuts. that's that's true. Yeah, but they're um they're just made from healthy healthy yeah. foods. Which most cheeses are coconut oil based, and we've learned that coconut oil is actually a worse risk factor for heart disease than beef fat. So. When we do eat out, that's the one thing that we won't relent on is like coconut oil in our food. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm. it's been a bit of a divisive one, coconut oil, hasn't it? Because everyone was like, mm. you know, it's... Marketers it's like... are clever and they say, oh, it's, it's all right. It's medium chain triglycerides. Well, number one, MCT oil does still raise the risk for heart disease, just much less than the long and very long chain triglycerides. However, what they don't tell you is it's 92% long chain and very long chain triglycerides. So... 
Yeah, oh. get that out. Get that out of your mouth, Holly. Oh, you wish you're gonna. She's gonna wish she didn't have us on. <laughs> I tell you, we, we meet up with people and then we get chatting about things. And by the end, I think, oh God, we always tell them that some of the things they love to eat aren't good, and people are just gonna get fed up with us. <laughs> no, you never no. get invited out with them again. <laughs> so yeah, I never, never put that two together. Never get another invite. Well, I'll get I'll get my um, coconut oil out of the uh, the the oils cupboard and perhaps use it as like a moisturizer or something. Is that okay? Oh, I, I yeah. love it as a body moisturizer. It's great on the body, but never put it on a baby's skin because they will absorb it into their bloodstream. Skin oh, cancer, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. God, you really know your stuff, you two. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's all we look at. We don't we don't know about many different subjects, but I'm, I'm really good on uh, eating things and lifting heavy items. <laughs> Brilliant. So, I mean, this is going to be a massive step stereotype but main you know generalizing hugely here women tend to want to lose weight and men often want to bulk up with muscle don't mm. they you know that is a generalization and we can't yeah, I wouldn't disagree yeah um so and it's it's sort of like two whole different worlds isn't it so if if you're a guy and you do want to bulk up and you're sort of worried about cutting out meat and things like that what what food should should you be including in your daily diet yeah, so as far as possible, you know, we don't want to be the biggest, leanest corpse in the cemetery. Like, I would emphasize the whole plant foods. So legumes, whole grains, like these have got plenty of protein, lots of calories. Yes. Tropical and dried fruits are easier to get more calories in. I wouldn't eat too many apples, as I said. Nuts, seeds, whole nut and seed butters, avocados, you know, overt fat sources. Um, fat is nine calories per gram as opposed to the four of carbs and protein. So you can emphasize more fats. Um, and as I say, look, the um, just just like a little processed protein foods as well, protein powder, TVP, tempeh, seitan. Um, you know, um, that's that's it really. It's not it's not difficult. It's it's really not hard. Yeah, you can do things like um, like have say smoothies because like drinking mm, your calories drinking. is easier than eating your calories. And then well do, do the opposite when you're dieting: eat your calories rather than drink drink them. You know. Um, and like maybe don't have snacks that are really oh I always call meals snacks don't have meals that are really snacks <laughs> yeah that, that are really voluminous with say like you know a stock like a really big soup with loads of liquid or something like that because it's going to be so filling you know it's all about the calorie density really isn't it that's yeah. a real important thing to learn about I think mm. and obviously that's in co- accompanying kind of your fitness regime and and weightlifting and things like that um, what about if you're a woman then you want to lose a bit of weight, but you're also, you know, you're perhaps going to the gym once or twice a week, but not nothing too sort of heavy going. Um, mm. How can we sort of drop a few pounds apart from giving up all the junk food? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good place to start. I think people... I think people think a lot that they have to go to the gym or work out a lot to lose weight. And in all honesty, like working out, you sh- should do it for your, your health. But you don't have to work out at all to lose weight. It's more about what you eat. If you think about how many calories you can burn in an hour, not that many, but you could eat those calories in five minutes. Like, you know, you could eat a lot of calories. It's a lot harder to burn them off. So it's better to think about, you know, what you're eating really. And and you have to obviously be in a bit of a calorie deficit. And it's like a real cheat code, isn't it? Whole food mm. plant-based eating because food, you know, whole plant foods have so much like water and fiber. So you can feel so full you know if anything if you're eating so many of the low calorie things you have to be mindful that you're eating enough calories and not dropping weight too quickly you know if you really are careful with eating lots of um lower calorie fruits and vegetables you know 
Yeah. Mm. So yeah, like eating lots well of eat, eating lots of meals that have lots of like liquid soups, stews, chilies, those kind of things, and like maybe less dried fruits but more fresh fruits. You know, things things like that. Yeah, I guess it's kind of listening to your body as well because. Like I'm doing a full-time job and I'm sitting down all day. So mm-hmm. often I know that I'm not actually hungry. However, you know, your little brain kind of goes, oh, go on, you know, go and have <laughs> whatever, a little snack or something. You deserve yeah. it. And then a coffee yeah. with, you know, lots of oat milk in. And before you know it, you you are, you know, pack, packing in those calories without actually burning them off at all. Yeah. It's easy done. Tell, tell Holly about the, um, the Leo sequel valve. Why don't you? Oh yeah, no, not the <laughs> illio break. Illio break. About. I always call it that. The illio sequel break. Yeah, that you know. I don't yeah. know enough about it. <laughs> so basically, in order to cut that out, what we need is to actually fill not just our stomachs, but all the way. How do I put it politely? To the exit, we need to <laughs> stuff the whole lot, the whole of the intestines. The only way to do that and to lose weight is to eat a higher carb, lower fat whole foods plant-based diet like mm. like we advocate and in that way like in at the end of 2016 in new zealand they released the, a thing called the bride study and they got people to eat ad libitum as much as they wanted of these foods that we've been talking about on average they lost a pound of excess body fat per week and their blood pressure cholesterol triglycerides all came down to within the healthy ranges Again, what does that tell us about what we're born to eat? Like, eat as much as you want and optimise your, your health markers. Like. Yeah. And I, I think this is a problem with um, calorie-restricted diets. So many mm. diets, it's like, okay, like, you know, not calorie restriction, sorry, portion restriction. Portion control, sorry, yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, just eat smaller portions. Well, that's all well and good, but you have to rely on willpower then. And that only lasts so long for, for yeah. so many people. Most at, people, at, it's, you know. At some point, you're growling, yeah. you know, the hunger hormone just ramps up, ramps, and eventually yes. you snap and you, you're going to be, you know. If you feel really you like full and satiated, you know, if your stomach and, you know, to exit is, if it's really full, you know, then that signals satiety and then you, you think, oh, stop eating. And also, sometimes we get the signal to keep eating if we're not getting adequate, adequate nutrition mm. as well. So, you know, if you eat lots of junk foods, you may be getting lots of calories, but your body is is screaming, oh, I've not had minerals and vitamins, you know, keep keep eating things. So that's another way in which the whole plant foods can help with weight loss. Yeah. God, I'm just picturing you two sitting on the sofa at night, kind of with your books, kind of, look, I found another fat <laughs> Paul. <laughs> I've learned so much from Paul. He, he, I've heard him reel this off over so many years, you know, that's where I pick my information from. <laughs> it's drilled into your brain now. Oh, um, for sure. <laughs> what about bread? You know, should we eat bread? Is it bad? Is it good? Is it neither? I think it's somewhere in the middle. It depends on the, the quality of the bread. Yeah. Um, so optimally, you would eat wheat berries, you know, whole gra- intact grains over flour products, because when we chew those up, we won't make it as fine as flour. More of it will make the way its way into the colon as opposed to getting all absorbed through the wall of the small intestine into the bloodstream. So number one, you're getting less calories. Number two, you're feeding those prevotella bacteria that reside in the hind gut. And that's your, as I say, your potential for amazing health. And they and they actually create the, some of the short-chain fatty acid signal satiety as well. Um, you know, I do eat some whole grain bread, but I look for one that is low oil, that is no palm oil. Palm oil is like coconut oil in it. It's got those long and very long chain mm-hmm. triglycerides. Um, you know, you don't want too much salt. You don't want too much added sugar. Um, ideally, you know, the, the fewer um, ingredients and, and the more wholesome 
There's one called Ezekiel, which is like sprouted grains and things. That one is almost like eating a, pretty much like eating a whole intact food, mm. really. So yeah. everything's on a scale, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it just depends. Like I think, I think about it in terms of well, how how healthy are you? You know, like if somebody is really safe, really sick, they have a disease that they're trying to heal. You know, maybe you wanted to eat all whole foods, or maybe if you're feeling really well, you're eating almost all whole whole foods, but you think I'd like to include a bit of bread but you're yeah. really well like, i want some avalon taste today you know i would say pick whole grain like don't pick white wonder bread ever and i wouldn't make it a big part of the diet but i think in the context of an otherwise whole mm. foods you know intact um um ingredient diet i, I don't think it's going to kill you same for hummus like the hummus you'll absorb more of that into the bloodstream uh, you'd be better off eating whole chickpeas however i eat hum- hummus nearly every damn day because it's delicious and uh, yeah. you know i'm sure that little bit in the context of an otherwise, you know, op- yeah. pretty optimal and, diet. And I'd he say. means hummus we make ourselves, not one with a loads of oil from the shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not take the hummus away from us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, it is so much better making it yourself because when you look at the ingredients, it's like, oh, second ingredient is oil. Hmm, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so calorific. We, we just use a little tahini. Yeah, um, which yeah. is also in the recipe anyway. I think omit the oil, and yeah. sometimes you just add a little water or a little stock to, to loosen it, and it, it tastes just as good, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yet to perfect my hummus recipe. I've been trying for five years. The one time that I managed it was when I peeled every single chickpea. Oh, you know, oh like wow! Had the little skin on, so I just yeah. sat yeah. there in the evening and peeled, and then, then oh. it was really smooth. So That's I don't know. Good going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just to finish, tell us a few of your favourite recipes that you kind of, you know, your go-to. Because you do a lot of meal prep, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, love a lot. I think that's so important to succeed on a whole food plant-based diet. That's not what you asked, so I won't keep going on about that. Okay. Favourite meals. Favourite meals. Well, I've come up with a few that have been my particular favourites. Um, so I've got a sweet and sour, sweet and sour steam fry that I do either with tempeh or tofu, and there's like a healthy sauce that hasn't got sugar. It's got like dates to sweeten it, and it's got you know, pineapple, pineapple in there. Yeah, that's one of my favourites that I've come up with. Um, I like the Moroccan lentil soup, the black bean and pineapple stew that you do yeah um i've come up with some healthy desserts that are my favorite uh, a cheesecake with no sugar it's just all healthy yeah. whole foods i'd say that's my favorite the cherry cheesecake the raw millionaire shortbread is um, yeah it just yeah, tastes again, so naughty you yeah. would not you would bet money that it was horrendous for your health but it's just what is it like dates almond butter yeah oats. Yeah. Uh, cocoa powder. It, it tastes really, really so you, naughty, you, which is why we call our book Virtuous Vegan Desserts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can even eat desserts, you know, if you're whole foods vegan. It's just about it's just about choosing the right ingredients and using, like, say, dried fruit to sweeten things. And again, being, you know, not eating like loads of sugar and processed food for a little bit. And then you'll really, really think, wow, this is so sweet. But like I said, you know, if you eat a Mars bar of Vega by yesterday and then you eat some some desserts with no sugar, you might think that's not very yeah. tasty. But if you just stick to the whole plant foods, they can just taste so sweet and, and delicious, you know. Amen. Yeah. Well, you're so inspiring. I'm going to go down and look in my cupboards and kind of start <laughs> saying, right, we're not buying this again. We're not having this again. <laughs> Yay. I, you know, I know that when personally I follow, you know, the whole food plant base, I feel amazing. And it, sometimes you just kind of go off the wagon a bit, don't you? So Yeah, it's oh. easy done. Yeah, it's easy I, done. I think like time is a big thing, you know, for people. Like So many people I hear them say, I just don't have time, you know, and, and that is a really valid 
sort of concern. You Except know. we've got a speedy vegan cookbook. <laughs> so that's <laughs> not even an excuse anymore. It's like, it's like you thought, right, what are the three <laughs> things people say? Where do you get your protein? Right, let's write a book, where do you get your protein? That's literally what it's called. And then it was like, okay, well, how do you make desserts without sugar? So we wrote a book about that. And then everyone was saying, well, I don't have time. So it's like, right, I'm going to do a book and all the recipes are ready with 15 minutes or less prep time for, uh, for, for multiple servings. Yeah, up to five meals, right? Yeah. You just put it in the fridge or freezer. It's just like a bit of like planning and a bit of knowledge and it can it can be quick, you know, because yeah. who yeah. wants to spend hours in the kitchen every day? Not even me and I like cooking, you know. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I love cooking. I'd rather spend more time kind of in the kitchen cooking than at my laptop uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so can we can uh, listeners buy those books from your website yeah yeah they're all yeah. online on our website henshubbervore.com or underneath our videos henshubbervore uh, on uh, youtube yes. uh, we've also got a free um e-guide of how to eat vegan healthfully uh, yeah. completely free and that's so at the same we, places as we well. talked briefly about um you know calories and dieting and, and, and uh, muscle gaining and things so that's all in that free guide how to work out what protein you need and what calories you know do you need for, uh, and, for yourself and just generally how to be healthy what foods yeah. to eat what to avoid what what supplements do i need it's just for anything and everything nice and succinct yes. completely free yeah. that's brilliant for anyone new to veganism go and check that out yeah. Amen. Thank you so much, guys. It's been so lovely to chat to you. Likewise. Yes, thank you. Likewise. You're a delight. Thanks for having us on, Holly. I really hope you've enjoyed today's interview with Paul and Gemma. Please do leave us a review and subscribe. And you can also email us at simplyvegananthem.co.uk with your feedback. We love to hear from you. I'm back on Tuesday with Molly and next Thursday I'm chatting to BAFTA award winning director Alex Lockwood and pig vet turned activist Dr Alice Brath about their new film The End of Medicine. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.